Cité Caisse, a podcast for the students and residents of the Cité Internationale Universitaire de Paris. Our podcast will bring you news about what is happening at the Cité Universitaire and in Paris. We will talk about the project of the Cité, cultural activities, concerts and many other things. In the second episode, we invited Jardin du Monde, Velo Volant and Panier Bio which are very nice projects from the residents of the City Universite to share with you their initiatives. So now we will begin with Zoe from Panier Bio. Zoe, can you talk a little bit about yourself and, and the project? So hello everybody, my name is Zoe, I'm French and I live in Cambodian house. So I started uh, Panier Bio as a consumer first, so at October, and since January I helped to distribute baskets and I think it's a great initiative and it's good that we talked about it now. Okay, and uh, uh, can you tell us uh, where the, the vegetables and the fruits come from? From the project? Yeah, uh, in fact, the project is basket, um, organic baskets of, uh, basket of organic vegetables, sorry. And they are come from a farm, farm of Epinay, which is situated in the south of Paris. So the aim of the project is to um, get fruits from uh, nearby Paris in order to reduce uh, CO2 emissions yes, and all costs that stuff. and everything yeah and and it's easier to to bring something from near than from far away so i think the idea of the project is uh, becoming more local right yeah becoming more local and avoid intermediate between the farmer and the consumer okay and the vegetables and fruits that uh, comes from the project they are bio yes organic and they come from uh, farmers that work like they come from where from the south of Paris. Ah, okay, but it's like uh, farmers that work like by themselves? So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think maybe one farmer is collecting fruits and vegetables from other farms, but I think the main exploitation is one firm doing, uh, making all the vegetables and fruits. Oh, very nice. And, and also the stuff like apple juice and, uh, and eggs, eggs too. As well, yes. And uh, uh, how, do you, uh, how do you intermediate between the Pania Bio and the farmers that we um, The cruise is helping us. So we students are just here to distribute the basket and just oh, okay. uh, take the um, uh, to take the orders, you know, when mm-hmm. people come and buy some, some stuff. And the cruise is just contacting mm-hmm. and giving okay. the money to the farmer and then receptioning all the baskets. So uh, the cruise is very helping in this. Ah, okay. So like the cruise is the cruise is like the person or the figure that uh, that intermediates yeah. the relation between Panebio and the farmers. Yeah. Oh, very nice. I didn't know that. And uh, how can people participate? First, they can participate just buying the baskets. So yes. they can come on Tuesday. We are here every Tuesday in the Great Hall and we are taking uh, orders of vegetables uh, every two weeks and then you can participate like that. But we also need some benevolent volunteers because we need people to distribute baskets and sometimes y- it can be good that people who buy it can just help for one hour in order to that 
the um, task is equally distributed between all benevolence. Nice, very nice. And uh, uh, how much does it cost for the uh, for the baskets? The basket? yeah. It's ten euros per per basket, and it's nearly the price. Some some people told me that it's about the price in the uh, organic yes. shop. Yes, and, and also because it's bio, so yeah. Yeah, uh, usually is more expensive than buying in Lido or in Yeah, Carrefour yeah, but it's the same price than buying it at a uh, Biocop or other shop. Like uh, uh, like uh, Biocebon as well? Yeah. Okay. So you can find uh, vegetables and fruits that are seasonal, that you can, you yes, know, like, like winter. from the season. Yeah, from the season, like um, uh, pumpkins or cauliflowers mm -hmm. for now and apple and mm, okay. uh, some oranges also. And uh, during summer, you can find, uh, I mean... Uh, letters or paper, uh, maybe I don't know because I didn't, I yes. didn't do it in the autumns and uh, in spring. But it's okay. all season fruits and vegetables. And the and this program, this uh, project, it goes like the whole year long, or does it stop like for summer? In the years and I special. I I don't know, but I think maybe during summer there won't be the program. But all the year from September to to June, I hope there are some people who can just give you the baskets if you book them. Very nice. I think it's a nice initiative because you support farmers and local local uh, producers who need this money to to continuing. Uh, producing and breeding their, their fruits and vegetables. So I think it's a very nice initiative. Yeah, and I think people are happy to have some fresh fruits and vegetables just not far away from the from the house and they know where it comes from and how the quality is. So Yes, of course. And I think it's really simple and practical for people who live here or even close by from the city investor because they The, uh, they only have to go on Tuesday's pay and then get yeah. the basket. And just uh, one more question. Uh, you are there every Tuesday from? From uh, half past six to half past eight okay. in the Great Hall. So if uh, if anyone who wants to order, they should go there on Tuesdays? Yeah, but um, every two Tuesdays. Okay. Because you order for two baskets of fruits and vegetables. Okay, so in the first two days of uh, of every month, and then in the third. So I think uh, I mean last Tuesday, so yesterday it was you could you could order so okay. in two in two weeks. Okay, thank you very mm. much. Thank you. So now I am with Clément, who is. Uh, one of the participants of Velo Volant. Uh, so, hi, Clima. Hi. <laughs> uh, we would like to do some questions about the project. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes. So, how did you came from? So, the project Velo Volant was a, a group of friends who was decided to um, to help out the residents of the city and of the of the, the city in general, like the near city, uh, to help them repair their bicycles and, uh, and um, fix all the problems they may en encounter. And it was also a project to um, give out bikes and to promote 
bike use in Paris in general. So th this group of friends is uh, sadly not here anymore. They had their time in the city and they moved on, but the project continued on. So here we are. Oh, very nice. And how does it work? Like, how can people participate? So the idea is very simple. You can just come as you are on the Saturday afternoon between two o'clock in the afternoon and uh, six to seven p.m. and uh, bring any bicycle or experience you have with you to just share with the others or fix your own bike, fix someone else's bike or just enjoy the, the uh, atmosphere. And there is absolutely no uh, inscription required, no uh, no papers, not nothing. No cost. Nothing at all. Nothing. No cost. Um, we only have something when we lend out bikes because we want to protect the bikes we give out. So there is no um, a responsibility issue with injuries and anything. So we actually have a lend out contract okay. where you just uh, agree to the uh, to the terms. And you give us a deposit of 80 euros, so we are sure you will bring the bike back and not just come and take bikes and just throw them out. Yeah, so we, we want you to have a good bike lock. It's specified in, in our shop what kind we like. It's a U-lock, the ones you can find in, in bike shops. It's a bit heavy, but it's the most secure lock you can use. Any other type of lock, we at the bike shop, we can actually crack them in a few seconds. So the only lock which is really useful is the U-lock or D-lock. That depends who calls it what. So those are the conditions. What you buy is the um, new parts we can uh, give to you for your bike or any, any use you have for it. So we will um, sell them to you to the uh, gross price we buy them from. It's just a service we offer. And uh, the, the deposits, we don't use them at all. It's just to ensure that people will bring the bikes back. Oh, very nice. I didn't know that. And also, we would like to, uh, to know something about biking here in Paris. So do you think Paris is a safe city to bike? It's absolutely not safe. <laughs> it doesn't mean you should not do it, but you should uh, do it whilst being aware that as many cities, it's a dangerous one but it's even bigger than those cities. Mm -hmm. And it's not particularly bicycle, uh, it's not cyclist uh, friendly. It's even not like okay. Amsterdam or Strasbourg. So uh, cycling in, in Paris is a responsibility you take upon yourself. But in my opinion, if you feel like you want to do this, it's a really great way to um, change the city because the more cyclists will be, the more pressure on the city to adapt. Uh, for example, in Strasbourg, you may not know this, but the center of the city is forbidden for cars. Oh, that's really nice. So idea. imagine if Paris was car-free. That would be yes, amazing. amazing. So, yes, it's, uh, it's not impossible to ride in Paris if you know your commute. There are many places that are protected now. It's much better than 40 years ago when my parents lived here. <laughs> um, but it's, it's still... A, a dangerous place so you have to be aware of your surroundings I always say it's better if you have um, a car permit like a driving license because you can better anticipate the, the way the drivers will behave them, themselves um, if you don't it's fine but really uh, respect the red lights respect the priorities uh, always have a huge buffer of safety for your own safety and also the others around you
Yes, of course. And also because I feel the traffic here in Paris, as many other big cities uh, uh, here uh, in the whole world, mm -hmm. it's kind of insane sometimes, especially during, yes, peak during hours. During the rush hour, uh, you... Like, I would just want to point out something. Uh, the danger for your life is not that high. There is a statistic you can find online. Between 2010 and 2016, there were 18 deaths due to uh, cycling. Like okay. 18 in this whole city of Paris okay. in six years. It's not much. Uh, but most of them were with big trucks. Mm, okay. So those are the things you should know. Always be aware of... It's not because it's big and you can see it that it's not dangerous. So uh, buses and trucks. And um, you have to be aware, even it's not a huge risk of your life, but you can injure yourself quite badly. And people drive quite frankly, uh, no, frantically, sorry, I was going to say, okay. frantically and very uh, um, nervously. Yeah. So be mindful of, of them and don't, don't provoke anyone. And, and it should really be fine because uh, in my experience, cycling in Paris has led me in the one and a half years I've been here to uh, know the city much better than if I had spent my whole commute in the tram and in the yes, metro. It's the metro. so boring. And uh, riding my bicycle, it's a huge health benefit. I can eat so much you wouldn't imagine. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's just freeing. You breathe fresh air, well, Parisian fresh air. <laughs> you, uh, you exercise. You can even meet other people. I've helped mm -hmm. people on the road with my knowledge from the bike shop. I've helped people fix their, their wheels. I have helped people who had had accidents to straighten their wheels to get home or stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And between cyclists, when you're just friendly and have a big smile on your face, you have a real community and people will just be friendly with each other. Yes, of course. And I think uh, in a huge city like Paris, I think being, being friendly is it's hard sometimes because I don't feel people are friendly here. So I think uh, maybe when you uh, maybe when you are cyclist and you see like other cyclists, you feel some uh, I don't know mm -hmm. like some feeling of uh, maybe empathy or sure. sympathy towards sure. the, the other person. So I think it's although I would not say that in Paris people are not, are not friendly. They may look a bit rough from the start, but. Um, is, once you crack the first smile, mm. things are, are fine. It's just people are in their routine, so yes. they don't think about others. But Parisians are mostly welcoming, so <laughs> you shouldn't fear contact okay. with them. <laughs> yes, and and also, do you think uh, the future of transport uh, will be bikes, or do you think bikes are involved in the in, in the future of transport in big cities? And that's a big question. I mean, yes. Um, I don't think that, act, that, like how we are today, the state we are today, that bicycles will be the transport of the future because it uh, it's a passion. It's something you like to do or you don't like to do. And many people will have a lot of difficulty to transition to it and won't even try. So realistically, I don't think it will be. I myself would love it. I mean, I'm pretty sure I will ride my bicycle until I'm <laughs> dead. <Yeah. laughs> I have known an old man who was not even able to walk and he was still riding his bicycle in the mountains of the Bourgogne. Mm. So he was something like 92 years old, an amazing guy. So uh, it is a great activity you can do your whole life if you manage your body well. And um, realistically for the society, I think cars and ideas are much stronger and much more difficult to vanquish and to, to break than we would like to. Them we would like them to be, 
but um, yes, in an ideal world, bicycle would be the most fun and most uh, um, ecologically friendly way to, to commute. Also, I think if everyone spend their time on the bicycle as much as possible. I mean, sure, transports, trucks will still be needed, but if everyone who just wants to go to work or to go, or to go somewhere would use a bike, that would make people enjoy time much more and uh, relieve stress and just be more human overall. Yes, of course. And, and also, um, coming back to the, to the project, do you think, uh, do you have any plans for summer, spring, any special events? I don't know. The thing is, uh, as we are uh, a group of benevolence, we, although it's, it would be a nice project, we mostly don't organize huge uh, ride outs with many people. We do it uh, inside the group of organizers. Uh, you, you can be an organizer if you want. You just need to to tell us, yeah, we would like to, to be a part of your group okay. and to help out. And we will include you, no problem. But we, we will not uh, just do a big event with uh, posters yes, everywhere. Yeah. Let's ride out all together because it's a huge yeah, um, effort, risk yes. and it's a lot to manage. But we will do ride outs with the, like the group of Benables who um, help out in the shop. And if people get to hear about it, we will, t we will say in the shop, yeah, we will do a ride out, we'll do this and we'll do that. If people hear about it and want to join, they're welcome to. Mm -hmm. So it's mostly like a, a group of between five and 15 people, okay. just something nice in the summer yes. on, the, on a Sunday, even if it's raining. I mean, real cyclists don't care about weather. Yes, of course. Uh, even here in Paris, that, that rains a lot, so you can't really care about the weather because it's always raining, especially during winter oh. and autumn. Well, if you rode more your bicycle, <laughs> you would know that the sun is shining sometime. <laughs> yeah, maybe I would be. Yes. So also um, to finish, uh, this I s I think I saw in the in in your in your website in the Student webpage that you used to make some 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 evening bike rides. Do you still do it? Do you have plans to to do it more? I don't know. Um, in the time I have been here, I don't remember doing it. Uh, but I have only started um, what, like last year. I've okay. been doing this for 18 months, the time I have been here. Um, we can organize it. I mean, if I through this podcast... Yeah, if through this podcast people are interested, you're welcome to just yeah. message us on the uh, Facebook page of Vélo Volant. We always respond quite quickly. And um, uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. Yeah, doesn't, it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> yes, no problem. And and also, I I'd like to know if people that don't really know how to ride their bikes, uh, can they go to the event? And maybe do you have like some do uh, do, do you give some aid or do you help people? It's not in, riding? in it's not in our in our uh, usual yes, thing we do. Goal. But you know, um, the spirit of the Vélo Volant is simply. We are a group of people who enjoy bicycles and we like to share our knowledge. So there is no limit to who we want to include. It's even if you know nothing about bicycles, if you yes. have never seen a bicycle, you can You're join welcome. because we will teach you how to change brakes. We will teach you how to change a tire, everything you might want to know or you're interested in. And if you wish to learn to ride a bicycle, why not? We may help you out. But I want to point <laughs> out, I don't know much about it, but I know there is a group okay. in Cité Universitaire who actually 
um, does teach people how to ride bicycles. Oh, so yeah. I have to get some more information on this. Okay. But I see them once in a while around the between the Mexican house and the Maison Internationale. Okay. They have a bunch of bicycles that belong to the city. Okay. I have to ask Tanguy Bertin about this. So they have bicycles uh-huh. and there is a, a guy who teaches teach. Um, That's very nice ride, because yeah. I know many grown uh, grown people that don't know how to bike mm. because uh, uh, because of a lot of reasons like they were raised in a place that maybe like I don't know in a big in a big city or maybe their par- their parents never taught them how to to yeah. bike so like many people want to bike but they don't know and they feel insecure because That's they're true. older and I I think it's mo- I, I think it's more difficult uh, when you're older it than is. when you're a kid. It is foremost because you have a sense of uh, huge difficulty. You will think, yes. oh my god, I will everything is a problem. Everything, yeah, everything you're never is a safe. As a child, when you learn to ride a bicycle, you have no bum- sense yes. of danger, so we just we ride you out, just bold and, and get uh, yeah, uh, into ride into a tree and just get up and ride again. When you're grown up, you will fear injuries. You will yes, think, of "Oh my God!" You'll be like more. You have more difficult. Yeah. But but do you uh, do you uh, do you think that it's still possible to learn how to ride even if you're older? I would <laughs> think so. Yes, but actually, I have uh, spoke with people who told me that it's very difficult. So I can't really say. Okay. I, I think um, if you have uh, the the passion, if you have the patience too. You can learn anything at any age. Yes, of course. I've, you, I've met people who learn. Yeah, I have lear- met people who learned uh, an instrument at 60 years old. I've met people who learned a new language at 70 years old. There is no limit, contrary to many people's belief, there is no limit and no age at which you stop learning. And if it were the case, it would be so sad because you would not be able to read a book. You would not be able to speak with people because everything would be set in your mind. So. I don't think it's like this, so it must be the other solution. Yes, it must be course. that you can always learn. It must be that you can always discover new things and enjoy them. Yes, of course. I'm sure. I'm with you. With <laughs> that. So do you want to add something else? Do you do you want to give some s- some extra information about the project? Well, the only thing I can tell you is come have a look. Okay. It's, uh, it's every next to the Lebanese house okay, between the Maison des Ile de France and Lebanese house down okay. to the garage. Every Saturday from two o'clock to, in in theory it's six o'clock, but okay. we never close on time because okay. there's so many people. We nice. mostly have like fifty people coming around in one yeah. day, lending six or seven bikes in one day, and uh, we have a lot of friendly benevolence. We speak most most languages here in our okay. shop. We have German, Spanish, uh, English, uh, Portuguese. Uh, French okay, and from all over. others I cannot think of. Italian, I mean, yes. all our benevolents are from many different countries and speak m- several languages, so you will find someone to yes. help you out. Uh, s- I mean, a lot of uh, Colombians and Mexicans come around and just got here and ask, uh, hey, can someone help me? And people will be like, ah, you are Espanol, <laughs> también. Uh, so it's very nice. like uh, friendly and people it is super. get involved easily. It's the spirit. It's just a friendly spirit because there is no money involved. We're just here okay. for the bicycles and for the love. And also at five o'clock every Saturday we do a nice goûter <laughs> with oh, coffee and cakes nice. that people bring around. We okay. sit around the table and sweeten our coffee with the grease of the bicycles. That's very nice. <laughs> That's just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Uh, but you still do the, but you still do, you still do, you still do the goûter, no? On every yeah, Saturday. Every Saturday at That five was not a joke. No, no, the goûter is not a joke. <laughs> but the grease and the coffee is a joke. Okay, but uh, but you do that house in the same garage, in, in the it's same place. It's always in the same garage. So okay. the house of Lebanon is a very nice to us for five years uh, they have lent us their the garage mm -hmm. and we actually have a lot of uh, tools and bicycles and parts mm -hmm. and some weird sh stuff we don't even know what it is <laughs> some some people do so sometimes we're like oh man i've been fixing bicycles for two years i have no idea what this tool is doing <laughs> <laughs> so we have a lot of things and a lot of of means too okay. uh, through the city through the people who also uh, uh, give us money sometimes for okay. for the use of the of the association which is not really an association it's just a benevol group okay we don't have a administrative existence outside of city okay um but um It's an amazing opportunity. You you will see a, a really fantasmagoric, a fantastic sight with all all the objects you could dream of and some strange strange things, and a group of people who really want to further the way of life of a cyclist in Paris. Yes. S coming soon, there will be a um, public bicycle pump that mm. will be installed in front of the um, security post. Do you know that uh, when you go out to Boulevard Jourdan, yes, yes, uh, number course. 27, there's uh -huh. this uh, uh, car barrier. Uh -huh. And uh, in this uh, place somewhere, in the coming month, we will have a bike pump installed, like a fixed one uh -huh. made of steel, really strong, oh, and you can always nice. pump up your bike. Yeah. So then you can uh, you can lend the bike, uh, sorry, you can borrow the bike and, mm -hmm. and then get it back. You can get it back. We don't, uh, just to point out, we don't do like one day okay. lend outs or ah, one week. Okay. We prefer, if you, if you come here for one month, it's fine. If you mm -hmm. come here for one year, it's also fine. But we don't have the logistics to just okay. constantly be shipping out. For like for one hour, one yeah. day. Okay. No, no, one hour, forget it. We're not very... Yes, but uh, <laughs> if you need a bike for more than Longer, two weeks, yeah, yes. come on. That's a really nice initiative. Uh, wasn't so mine though, but yes, I enjoy it. But you, <laughs> yeah, but you participate in, and so so Verevola is open to to new ideas, to new people, yes. to new volunteers, and to every level of help. Like okay. if you just want to come 10 minutes every Saturday to bring a cake or okay. to just to just uh, talk about something, yeah, just about talk biking. about something, uh, if just fix one tire, or if you really want to be a full time guy who opens the shop at two o'clock yes. and closes it at 10 o'clock <laughs> in the night, you can. Um, every level is appreciated and uh, we actually have a core group of uh, invested people okay. whom trust each other and uh, this is the group that gives every year the key to the newcomers. Uh, okay. So there are some people who uh, stay longer to teach the new ones what to do yes. and uh, the way it works I can really see this project continuing for the years to come and being yeah, becoming a too. part of City because it's been going on for five years And I don't see it stopping. Yes, and it's a really nice idea and a, and a really nice way to, to get people together it and is. everything. And it's a joint action with Jardin du Monde, ah, who we will yes. host later on. Yes. And um, they will probably talk about us too, okay. if they don't hit them in the face for me. Both <laughs> are really nice uh, initiatives. And, yeah, and I think they go together well because... Sometimes we do the bike shop in the Jardin mm. and we just drink beer and that's fix so bikes nice. and eat crepes. Yes, that's very nice. Yeah. So thank you very much for thank coming. <laughs> so now we are here with Pierre and Marie from the project Jardin du Monde. So thank you for being here. 
Thank you Thank for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. And we would like to know what is the main idea of the project? Like, how did it begin and why? What is the goals, objectives? <laughs> Were you here at the beginning? Or uh, no, it's beginning in... Uh, 2015? Uh, 14. 14, 14. And uh, I'm, I'm arrived uh, in 15. So oh, you arrived a year after. So yes. okay. But um, I meet uh, the yeah. leader okay. <laughs> at the beginning. Um, at the beginning, uh, there was a, a space in the park of the Cité Universitaire. And uh, it was not very used. Before, I think it was for research, and uh, that's why there is a greenhouse. But uh, gardeners put stuff here and materials and nothing to do <laughs> here. Okay. And uh, a group of friends, uh, of residents, uh, saw it and decided to ask if they can create a garden. And... Uh, the idea is that uh, it's a uh -huh. collective garden, okay. open for all. And uh, I'm not resident. I'm from the neighbor. <laughs> I'm not living in the city. Ah, okay. okay. But so people uh, who live outside the city can, can also come and participate. Yeah. And do you have like a, a workshops and classes? To how to do, how to plant and how yeah, to deal with plants. Yeah, plenty yes. of uh, activities because I think one of the main goals is just to to make people discover what it is to, to garden because mm. many of them like have never done it and it's yes. such an opportunity to be able to do it like in Paris, inside of Paris. And so, yes, uh, we regularly organize, uh, Marie actually organizes <laughs> yes. frequently um, some, some gardening workshops. Yes, uh, and now there's other people who organize uh, workshops too, so mm -hmm. I'm very happy with that because yeah. uh, I'm not alone and it makes some... See, yes, like more people involved. Yes, more people. Uh, work, uh, a gardening workshop, it's about... Uh, one for uh, per week. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, approximately one, uh, one once a week. Yeah. Once a yes. week. Yes. Uh, That's really nice. And do you have like a, a specific workshops? Like now we are planting these, and or like a general, a general, I don't know, general class, a general workshop. Uh, we put it on the Facebook, uh, on the Facebook page. Uh, what we'll do? Ah, okay, nice. And, uh, yeah, it's basically about yeah. It's about wha what's happening currently, like regarding to the season. Oh, yes, if that's we, really if nice. we're gonna plant some stuff or cut or collect regarding to which part or of clean. the season. <laughs> yeah, clean. Yeah, during winter yeah. especially. <laughs> of course, yeah. less to do, but still, still some some activities. And do people can participate? Like they can go to the workshops, but they can also do something more. I don't know. Participate in a different way. Sure. Um, uh, it's an open space, so okay. all people, all residents can come and make a, a project with the garden. Yeah, any kind of project, like yes, artistic or like music or exhibition or whatever. Or crafts. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's really nice. Uh, Clément, he was here before from, uh, I think he's also from 
from Jazz and Demand, but he works with Velo Volin as mm -hmm. well. And he was talking about that, uh, about making something with music and uh, uh, in the garden because it's a, it's a nice space, like yes. in the middle of the city. So. Yeah, yeah, we organized a few times some events uh, in collaboration with uh, Velo Volant also. Oh, that's some, nice. Some, some events yeah, where we were, they were coming inside the garden with some of the tools and, uh, and stuff. And in the mm. meantime, we were doing some events uh, uh, and they were able to fix uh, fix bikes, people's bike in the meantime. So that's, uh, that's we have really a good relationship between those two projects since the beginning because it was also most of the same people are involved in one project mm. are also involved in the other. Yes, that's really nice. And I uh, and and also you have some uh, some events, no? Like a part of the workshops and everything. You have some. I think I've been once in November mm -hmm. with uh, the beer of. I know you have a beer as well. <laughs> and yes. how does it? Yes, there is, is a, a huge thing about beer here yes. at, at, uh, at <laughs> So yeah, every <laughs> since like is it three years? Three years? It started three years ago. Ah uh, yes, yeah, I, I think we think we planned. Um, it's hop. Hop. Yes, three years ago. Ah, okay. And since then, yeah, every year we collect it uh -huh. with uh, in a and we and we make our own beer. Oh, that's really La nice. Mousse du Jardin, oh. it's called. <laughs> and so it's in collaboration with um, a beer uh, shop in yes. the in the thirty thirtieth district, which is called Bureaucracy. Uh -huh. So they have uh, the no the knowledge about how to how to make it, also the the instruments, all the tools which which are needed. Uh, and every year we collect and uh, and right after it we make the whole process of uh, beer uh, preparation. Uh yeah, and all the process is open to all, so yes. come yeah, really <laughs> come and see and, and participate. And but do you so then you actually do the beer in the garden? Yes. Yes. You yes. have yeah. this collaboration, but uh, it happens here. Mm, it happens here. Yeah. Okay. And we make approximately 15 liters. Yeah. Oh, a year, a so it's it's, it's not about few. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's few, but I think it's yeah. nice for for a garden. So. But everybody can come and taste it when we organize we organize a party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some events. Beer tasting, some events. Yeah, which <laughs> and uh, what else? And do uh, do you have some uh, special things that you that you plant there in the garden, or do you plant like uh, some of a lot of things? I don't know. Different fruits and vegetables. How many things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it depends. Uh, sometimes. Um, it depends on the season as well. Yes, and sometimes some people co came and say, "Oh, I want to plant it. So uh -huh. Is it possible?" And okay. We'll see. And uh, yes, we yeah, we, we even do. Had, <laughs> had some people who brought some some seeds from seeds, the yeah. countries. Yeah. And That's then we planted uh, some, yes. is it some, some Korean salad? Uh, mm, yeah, <laughs> no, it's like basilic. Uh, basil. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Basil. Okay. And uh, also, uh, so, uh, sorry. <laughs> so, so then, uh, so then you have this, uh, this plant. So, so then people who have some seeds and everything, they can go and maybe. Uh, but we also have uh, seeds. In the garden, uh -huh. and it depends on the seasons we plant it it when yes. it's time. <laughs> and the things that you do, the uh, the things that you uh, 
produce uh, there in the garden, they they go where? Like they? Oh yeah. Do you sell it? Do you mm. give to no. people? No, this is n not enough. It's a little production. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a small production, but uh, yes. yeah. uh, one more time, it's not about how much we make. It's about just making it and yes. making realize to people that it's possible to to produce. Uh -huh. And actually, it's not so much, but still, it uh, represents some some amount, and we. Yes, squatches, but on yeah. squatches, uh, we have a lot <laughs> this year, and we organize a degustation for tasting yes, it tasting. Uh, together. That's um, really nice. So that we can yeah. uh, in enhance the bonds between amongst the uh, team members, and then yeah, we all uh, we all cook it uh, all together. So that's that, really uh, interesting. Yeah. So it's not, it's not a, uh, and it's also very kind of uh, very free the way it's organized. It's not like okay, mm -hmm. uh, I've invested each amount of hours. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna collect uh, the equivalent yes, of amount course. of uh, production. It's very. It's common. Yeah, it's yes. like if you hear the days there is some something to collect. Everyone's gonna live with some some, yeah. some part of it. The gardeners of the day uh, take the crops of the day. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. Yes, that's really interesting. And and also and all is collective. Uh, we have no yeah. plots oh, uh, okay. because it's very small. Okay. So um, it's um, a good point because it's uh, m more people can come and garden if there is some like little plots like in other garden. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, there are just a few people who can come. So. It's not the case here. Yeah, we're frequently being asked, like, can I have my own space in the garden and <laughs> oh stuff? And yeah. We're just like, it's, it's not how, how yes. we work. But yes, I think, yeah, that's quite different regarding to other shed gardens. With the, this organization, like, very uh, everything in common. Yes, because it's small, but mm. 30 people can come yes. and garden yes, because all is common. Yes, yes, and it's nice because, like, uh, a lot of people is, is, like, involved in the same thing. Mm. And you, you can come <coughs> and garden just few hours or time if you don't have more. Yes, of course. It's open. Okay. And, and of course, so when some <laughs> residents like arrive and they're going to plant something, sometimes they're going to leave before it even yes. yeah. starts <laughs> to grow. So, yes. so it's about the yes. But We put pictures on the, yeah. on the Facebook, Facebook. page. <laughs> and also, uh, everything is bio, right? You don't use... Mm. Or do you use some... I don't think we can say being labeled properly mm, as okay. as organic bio, but uh, oh no, yes we are organic. <laughs> <laughs> we have no pesticides. Yeah, no of, yeah. Think, yeah. yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, isn't is it enough like to be labeled like? Uh, oh no, because yeah. uh, we need to pay it to have the label. Of but course. But, but like in but of course, practice, yeah, general way, the idea is like no no pesticide, no. That's very uh, interesting. For, for no. Alors, on est adhérent de la charte main verte. Ah. D'accord. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, is there some kind of rules? Like, uh, is it you don't have like a stamp that says that you are bio, but it's you um, don't really use. It's uh, shorter from uh, Mairie de Paris. Ah, oh, okay, okay. And uh, with uh, zero pesticides, uh -huh. uh, all um, good practice for environment uh -huh. like um, we keep all the time the soil with the protection mm -hmm. like um, plants or it can be straw or uh, 
wooden ships. <laughs> that really and it nice. protects the life of the soil. That's really for nice. example. So it's like healthier, it's like healthier things, healthier fruits, healthier. Yeah, and you vegetables. definitely definitely see the difference. For yes. example, like with strawberries or tomato in the in the summer it's like very yes. very different from what what you used to to eat in general yes, so you just re- rediscover and people are like oh so that's re- really how a tomato is supposed to taste yes that's like uh, even the taste and yeah. the flavor and the smell is different um people are very happy to see how the plants grow because yes. Yes. sometimes they don't know how <laughs> yes of course and i think uh, living in big cities i think we are very disconnected from nature we don't know how the, uh, f- uh, from where they go and how they are planted, how they breed and how they, you know, like the whole process. I think we are very disconnected and I think it's a nice idea to be more like be more connected. To yeah, yes. I think that's definitely the idea of the funding members. At yes. First. Like, yeah, just making people realize how, how it works. <laughs> yes. yes. And that it's much difficult uh, to to breed something uh, like without pesticides than with pesticides. Because it's much easier if you just put like a lot of a lot of things. It's going to grow like in much faster, I don't know. In But if you don't use it, I think it's harder. And I think you really see like the process, uh, uh, how it, it really is. And Oh yes, but it's not so hard. <laughs> it's not so hard. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> Sorry, I don't really know about gardening. The biggest problem is like no, no. How, how, m- how much uh, work by hand you're going to have to do. Yes. I think that's the main limitation regarding that. But since we are we have small kind of small surface, yes. everything can be and done by hand. Uh, so and okay. there's not a lot of sun because of uh, the, the situation around, yeah. and the tree around. Yes. So we are limiti- limited mm-hmm. <laughs> by the situation, but it's interesting because we have yes. choose to make. <laughs> so yes. But, uh, yes, but I think what I meant is that uh, if you're going to do like a huge production, you, I think maybe, maybe, I don't know it's, if it's easier, but it's like more convenient to use pesticides if you're doing like a small one. I don't know. Mm. Or maybe it depends. It depends on how much effort do you want to put it. Oh, but production is not the 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 idea of the garden. Yes, of course. Uh-uh. It's like a, a little. Pr- uh, it's like a, a small garden only to. Yes, and um, it's a space to try and test mm-hmm. and make it Yes, work. of course, and make uh, mistakes and then. Yes, uh, for example, uh, there was. Um, a researcher uh-huh. who's um, study on bees, wild uh-huh. bees, and mm. he, he have uh, an experiment in the garden. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Oh, that's really nice. And after he make a conference and explain uh-huh. us that um, wild bees are all uh, as... M- oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. If you need to speak in French, there's no problem. Ok, euh, sinon je le, je le dis à Pierre et il le retrait. D'accord, non, mais ça va. Désolée, parce euh, que je, je suis vraiment au niveau d'anglais, c'est terrible. Donc euh, oui, euh, il a étudié les abeilles sauvages. Ouais. Et euh, il s'est aperçu que c'était plus important, enfin <rire> que c'était au moins aussi important pour la pollinisation que les abeilles domestiques et que même ça portait concurrence. Et c'est pour ça que, par exemple, on n'a pas mis de ruches dans le jardin. Et ils ont c'était aussi arrêté les ruches à la cité. Pour conserver euh, <rire> les abeilles sauvages. Donc okay. euh, voilà, ça peut être un lieu de plein de, d'expériences. Yes, of course. So yeah, so the, his conclusion was 
there was concurrency between yes, uh, natural bees and, uh, mm -hmm. and kind of bread no, bees, like wild bees. Yeah, wild, uh, yeah, wild, uh, wild, wild bees. And that's yeah. Recently, they also stopped. Re, uh, the, um, there was some bee house in in city also, mm -hmm. which had been stopped recently okay. because of this, because they realized uh, regarding to pollinization. Okay. Uh, it's not so good to have so many uh, of the same species uh, bee uh -huh. in the in the same environment, and is there some concurrency between other pollinizators which aren't bees? Oh, that's, that's really interesting. So, so then the garden is like a space that you can discover things and make things out and invent and improve, maybe, you know, and like improve gardening in itself. Like, yes. <laughs> and do you, do you think somehow the, the garden has changed the, the life here in the city, like the environment somehow since it began? Like, maybe. We hope. You know? Sure, yes. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think it goes also in in the continuation with what happened in the park because uh, yes. they, they take a good care about uh, respecting all the same principles of uh, being as sustainable, uh, uh, eco-friendly, and everything as possible. Mm -hmm. And it's also another way to see maybe yeah a better way to involve residents uh, mm -hmm. regarding to the rest of the park, which is which. Is a job of the gardeners, of course. Yeah, and it's a good place for meeting other residents because. Uh, yes, of course. If you, it's like a common space. You can mm. go and have some beer, maybe, <laughs> and plant yes. something. And yes. yes, of course. I, I think it's a, a space that, uh, that I don't know that go, that makes that makes people go together somehow. If they have anything in common, they can exchange there. I don't know. Yeah, and it's uh, and it's because of its situation. It's localized yes. in the kind of the center, and regularly in the in the summer, some people even go to to chill, to read, or yes. everything. Or yes. and some also people who pass by or say, ah, yes, they realize uh, the friends are here. So they, they yes, just give, give because I know many people that don't know of many projects that happen here in the city. So I think maybe the uh, uh, maybe the location is a it's like an asset. It's something that makes the more visible, like the project yeah. more visible to people that go. Even people who go here, uh, who comes here just to run, because many people that live here in the surroundings, they just go to the city to run, they can check, oh, there's a garden here, and maybe they can go on a date, I don't know, on a day, like, to see how it happens, and I think it's really interesting. Yeah, we usually open Sunday, Sunday afternoons. Oh, uh, okay. But, uh, when... When, so it, when, when we good. have people, people ready to... <laughs> Depending to, on the weather. Yeah. Yes. And uh, okay. about uh, benefits of uh, availability. Also. Oh, of course. So, of course, during winter, it's a little quieter. It's harder to... Yeah. But during spring and summer, uh, during weekends, you are there, like... Yes, we try mm -hmm. to open it. Yes. Also Sunday. Okay. Do you have something more to add? Do you want to speak something else? I don't know. Say something about the project. Or did you say? Mm, <laughs> yeah, of course, we're always open to, to any person who'd like to, to join the project and okay. involve like for any, any activity, like which okay. is ga on the gardening side or even on the non-gardening side, as we mentioned before. Uh, for yes. I've talked recently with someone who wants to organize some some workshops and part of a conference cycle with uh, involve, involving the garden. So uh, that's definitely 
something spontaneous which came from this person and we're very open to any any kind of project so yes just send yeah you can contact us on uh on the, we've got a facebook a facebook uh-huh. page which is called jardin du monde that's a promo yes we're going to <laughs> put it in yeah the okay so the, the is it time for the promoting uh, session or <laughs> <laughs> yes but but we put like the and do you also have an email or something yes it's yes. jardin du monde 14 at uh, gmail.com so great <laughs> yeah so yes thank you very much for coming <laughs> thank you